The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're going to have a lot of fun today. We'll say hi to everybody in the chat room in a second. First, let's say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Jimmy Star. <laughs> Was that <laughs> said with enough love and enthusiasm? Yes. Hi, Jimmy Star. We also- it is so nice to be here. <laughs> you almost sound drunk. <laughs> um, well, that's it. Come on. So say hi to uh, we want to give it. Hi, hi, hi. I know we want to give a shout out because Dawn's not able to come with us today. She's having like neck surgery and she's not here. Dawn. But we want to wish her all the best in everything that's going on with her. Dawn. So Dawn, we wish you the well, best. Well, you got to stop necking. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're necking in cars. You're bent all over the place when the guy is working on you, and you sprained your neck, and now you need a neck job. While they're doing that, you know they could do a little cut here and then pull. If they pull the the, the uh, neck, you don't won't have any crow's neck when you get old. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I just said that. I'm joking so, on Gatorade. We have a chat room full of people. What's up? We Ooh. want to say hi. First of all, B. Claudia from Germany is here. Hello, oh, B. 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 Teresa Saban. Wait, wait, B. Claudia. They never stay away. Trust me, they come back. <clears throat> B. Claudia is very sad because her son is off on his own. And I think he's moving to another country. And B is very he's sad. He's working. He's, a, he's very yeah, successful. Yeah, but, you know, B, they never stay away. They're like bad pennies. They always come back. That's right. But I don't care because, like I wrote on Facebook, my door is always open to my daughters. God forbid they ever need to come home. They're their beds are waiting. <clears throat> so we want to give some other shout outs. We got a lot of people in the chat room. What's up? Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room. Hey, Angela Lady Joseph Lady. is in the chat room. Angie, we want to thank both of you guys for putting out the links everywhere for everybody to join us. We, we appreciate thank you it so much. Angie baby for putting out. <laughs> yes. Boomer Maze is in the chat room. Also, Angela's two sons, Ryan and uh, Ryan and Robert are in the hey, chat room. Ryan they just Robert. had a birthday not too long ago. Happy Boomer made. How are you guys? You're still playing that crazy game sticks. Oh, Remember we love I went out and bought had, that after yeah, we played we had that. Such fun at your house uh, playing sticks. Remember, guys? I don't fun. think that's the name of it. I think it's called something else. I care what it's called. Or you pull the sticks away. You have to add the sticks until they what, fall I'm down. Gonna, I'm going to make a show out of sticks. Come hey, on. Casey Plot is with us. What's up, Casey? Love him. Love him. He's fabulous, you guys. He's from the Scene Snobs. Right. And uh, it went by so fast. Boomer Maze is in there. Who did I miss? I don't want to miss anybody. It's loaded. Everybody. Oh, there. Jenga. It's called Jenga. 
who cares it's what the it's game. called? I'm not gonna they, listen. They're not paying us. I'm not giving them a commercial. I'm saying sticks. They love your shirt. Thank you so much. I do too. Uh, screw the game. You know, when they give me money for pushing their crap, I'll use their We name. bought Jenga, though, after we went there with you guys. We bought sticks. Oh, it says Don is here. So, Don, hello, hello. Oh, if Don is here, hey, Don. Oh, she says she can only be here for a minute. So, show her your watch because oh, you wore honey, a different watch I'm wearing today. I'm the, 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 the same color as my shirt, a beautiful electric blue or with yellow, like my shirt matches perfectly. And it's a, a 40 uh, wristwatch you know we have so many of them and they we, said they love your hair we bought them in all different colors 49 i love my hair too you know i put a different wig on to <laughs> now they're all gonna think it's a wig nah it's really my own hair uh, people uh, you know i once was at a party and some woman came over to me she said i've got to tell you of the most gorgeous hair and then she proceeded to run her fingers through it to feel if there was a meshing or a net that it was either a, a toupee or a wig and i just looked at her and i said Bitch, it's all mine. And she started to laugh. <clears throat> I wanted to grab her pubic area and put my fingers through that and say, you know, uh, you have a snatch patch to match, woman, right? Oh, how dirty those young boys. Oh, are snatch in patch. Oh, Angie Baby's sons are in the room. I shouldn't talk dirty because those boys are going to get horny now. <clears throat> when you talk about snatch patches. You're wearing a piece. Yeah, that's funny. No, I'm not wearing a piece. This is, trust me, guys, this is all. Oops, I don't want to disturb my but this is all all me every bit my father had all his hair my mother had all her hair my daughter deirdre has my hair my sister has a head of hair and my daughter leslie has more like her mom's head of hair you know fine fine blonde hair but we italians we have hair i have hair too mine's kind of like <laughs> starting to thin a little on the well you're just becoming a very bald old man yes i'm becoming old i have stayed a very young beauty you are you are a young beauty of course i'm a beauty they all and, love and, you in the chat room. and you guys uh, you know i'm so goddamn handsome but you know what really kills me is my modesty i'm so <laughs> sh i'm so shy and i'm not narcissistic or vain i'm really not I, I wake up looking like this and the more remember those Rita Hayworth movies that you love it when Rita Hayworth would wake up in bed with lip gloss and eyelashes and all that makeup that was Hollywood then. Today, you see the movie stars on a toilet bowl wiping their asses, which is appalling. I've seen a few of those now. You know, there's a couple of movies that were. One of them had, um, uh, who's the redhead we like so much? I love her. Julianne Moore, a movie. She, 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 not only did she wipe her butt, but she had the audacity to look at the toilet paper <laughs> and then throw it in the toilet bowl. And I just thought, you know, if they ever asked me to do that in a film, I would leave. I mean, they could fire me. I wouldn't care. Less. I don't want people to know that. There's certain things that are just taboo. And a toilet is a very private place. And there's like several movies that do that now, which is so trashy. I know that. But your toilet, your bathroom is your privacy time. I don't believe in exposing anything with the door open and people walking in and out. I'm very, very toilet shy. Excuse <clears throat> my throat. What's with that Gatorade? The Gatorade is making me choky. So I want to tell everybody. So first of all, you guys, last night we were lying because like we're like running out of shit to watch on TV at night because like. So now we watch each other get erections. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, last night we watched a, a movie and I, I I was a little hesitant. I didn't really want to watch it. And Ron's like, you'll like this movie. It's a really kidding? good movie. Please. And the name of the movie was Francis. It and it's about Francis Farmer. Farmer. 
the actress who and my sweetheart who i love and adore and if she came on our show i probably would have a nervous breakdown and a heart attack it's jessica lang my god jessica lang lost the academy award to captain hepburn Catherine Hepburn did that stupid on movie, Golden Pond, right where she's like an old croak chicken. No big deal. We've always seen Catherine Hepburn. Jessica Lang gave us a performance that was out of this world. She deserved the Oscar and didn't get it. I, I think, though, all you guys, if you have Amazon Prime, you should Watch really look it. at it. It's called Francis. It's a 1982 oh, movie. It's a Jessica Lang. It's a phenomenal movie about basically how like everybody makes her go crazy. Beautifully filmed, a great script, and Jessica worked her butt off. She really put all her energy into her performance. Her performance is absolutely one of the best performances I have ever seen in a movie in all of my 69 years of uh, critiquing movies. Yeah, it's really, really good. Also, I don't know if we said hi to artist Miss Kim, if Miss Kim is in the chat room. So if Kim, if we didn't say hi, I'm sorry. It was going by too fast. So welcome, welcome. We're glad well, everybody Ms. sees Kim, it. Miss Kim wants to do a nude of me. B. Claudia is saying that uh, it has Jessica Lange. Yeah, it's really good, you guys. Oh, Lady Lake says she knows the movie. Every, every, everybody like, loves those old old movies. It's a really good movie. They're not old movies, may I remind you. Lauren Bacall, Humphrey Bogart's wife, said to me, Ron, a movie is only old after you've seen it. And I get really pissed off when people call them old movies. Movies are never old. They're like art. Do you say the Mona Lisa is an old painting? No. Yeah. It's, well, that's, <laughs> that's because you're from Florida. <laughs> if you were born and raised in New York City and you went to the Met and all the great museums, you would learn to appreciate art. But in Florida, what have they got? The Orange Grove Museum? Where no, we have a lot of museums. No, yeah, we have the oranges and lemons we have the flagler museum on palm beach i've been to the flagler museum and su wong's house beats it by a mile <laughs> yeah. i mean i go to because su wong's house is a trip and a treat not the flag florida absolutely is lacking culture all florida has is boca country club and a bunch of Jewish broads playing Marjan. We want to say hi to Cambria. Carpenter has joined us. And Casey Plotts just like putting jokes in there all, but they're going so fast I can't actually I can't actually get to all of them. They're going too far by too fast. But he says it's not old, it's gilded. I don't even know what that means. No, 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 no. A film, a film. He's is joking. His, a film is I know, I'm gonna smack him. But a film is his and I'll get very titsy when I talk about this. A film is history. Titsy? Titsy. Like, you never heard that expression, Titsy? No. Like your nipples get hard and you get titsy. That's why I don't have those kind of nipples. I'm not a woman. But anyway. Oh, Teresa says she loves Florida. <laughs> I, I love Florida, too. The Sunshine, Boca Beach Club, and all the old Jews playing Mahjong Oh, Backpack with John's with us, too. I sit there with all the Yenta broads, the Yachna sisters, and I play Mahjong with all my Jewish friends. Boomer says he's been reading all about Egyptian art all week. You like that. Oh, I adore that. I was an Egyptian once. I built the pyramids, you know. I was the master who designed uh, the building of the pyramids, and I had all of those slaves in my employ. Slaves. That who do you think built the pyramids? Slaves. Oh, because you Nubian, were an Egyptian eight million Nubians, years ago. Nubian slaves from Nubia uh, built the pyramids. I know, but you better correct that because like people are going to think like you're, you're serious. <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I mean, history. I was there, but what could I do when I was there? This thousands of years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't walk around with a Biden flag. <clears throat> he wasn't even thought of yet. <laughs> 
So people had slaves. And then the Jews became slaves, and the Jews were slaves for everybody. And then the Romans had the Catholics as slaves. You know, slaves are not only black people. Slaves have been in the history of our world. There's always the very rich that enslave the poor. Even now, even though you don't know it. (laughs) Well, you know what? Listen to me. These people they're bringing in from, from Latin American countries, what do you think they're bringing them in for? They're bringing them in because they need people to clean and do and have the crappy jobs. The the people, the Latin Americans that came here 30 years ago are educated. They made money on real estate and business, and they're all very sophisticated Mexicans and Hispanic people. Now, they need servants, so they are bringing in the, the, the uneducated, probably... We very, just brought them in. You know, very, very. They not, just spent eighty-six million dollars yeah, on they, hotel those, rooms those for people, all. Of them. Those people are coming from a country anyway, where they don't even have glass in their windows. We drove through Mexico, and we saw curtains blowing out of the uh, house because there weren't any windows on the house, and the house didn't even have stucco. The house still had the black tar paper on the walls of the outer house. There's poverty in Mexico that is disgraceful, but. The truth of the matter is Mexico is one of the richest countries in gold and silver silver. and all kinds of uranium, all kinds of crap in the ground. If if the government of Mexico would stop manufacturing drugs and start manufacturing their resources, Mexico will be probably one of the richest countries in the world. And those poor immigrants won't have to leave their families and their homes to come to this country to be abused by the uh, people who don't th- who, who, who don't like cleaning their own toilets. So Cindy Lady Lake, because uh, they're talking about Easter now in the chat room, too. Easter, I love it. She said she's old fashioned. So they do linens in China and crystal. And something else because it went by so fast I couldn't see it all. I have my big, big ceramic bunnies out, my Easter eggs out. We want to see pictures, Cindy, when you put them on social media. I'm going to make Easter baskets for my daughters. You know, my daughters. Easter's coming up like in another week. My daughters are single. They're not married. So I was thinking instead of putting in chocolate, which is fattening, I like put a dildo in each uh, Easter basket. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're single women. You know, they get lonely. Hello. That's hilarious. We're going to bring on our guests. So let's let's hopefully we can hear everything that's going on. Hopefully she's ready for this. (laughs) There she is. Hey, up. We got to hit your voice. There we go. Hey. Hi. How are you? So good. How are you? Oh, my gosh. You look fabulous. I'm excited because of what you guys were just talking about. It's like, and dildo. Here's Stacy. Seriously. I mean, come on. Stacy, on television, there's this redheaded broad who is c- doing a commercial, and all she shows is dildos. And this one rings on YouTube. On YouTube. On, oh, no, on TV. I watch it at night, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> She's pushing dildos. And this, and this one has a, a you. One part vibrates your clit, the other one vibrates your hole. I mean, she really is very, very vivid about her dildos. And Stacy's last name is Toy. <laughs> Toy dildo. <laughs> Stacy Toy. You know what? You'd be a superstar in a minute. You're 
Well, you know, I always, when I work with people, when I'm producing, they're like, I Googled you and I'm like, hold on. Cause they're like a pastor or a priest in a different country. Sure. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, which, what, which Stacey toys did you look at? So, you know, you're a very beautiful girl. People tell you that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. No, you really are. You're very beautiful. I like you. Love hair. Wait, you love I, hair. No, I love your bones. Well, thank you. No, you have wonderful bones, cheekbones, Structure. and chin. I love a face with a pointy chin and high cheekbones. Like, oh, it's called a heart-shaped face. Elizabeth okay. Taylor. I knew Elizabeth Taylor well. So I work for her. But Elizabeth Taylor had the perfect heart-shaped face like you. Same shape. High cheekbones, pointy chin. So hang on. Wait, shut the fuck up for a minute. You will, ne- you will never age because skin that hangs over bones doesn't look old. It's the flat pancake faces. <laughs> they grow old. Thank you. Thank you. I, I pride myself on like my neck because I don't have any of the lines and I'm all natural. But I'm almost 40, so. Well, you, look, you're a freaking I have to tell you real quick. Baby. That that um I'm eighty. That our resident our resident UK perv just showed up. His name is Dave Hughes, and he wrote, "Oh my God, she's a stunner." And he only shows up whenever we advertise that there's pretty women coming on. If we have like guys come on, he comes in and he stays for like two minutes, and then he like leaves. Do do, do me a favor because we have been disappointing Dave now for months. Could you kindly expose a little cleavage to the camera? Just a bit. Oh, pull, it, pull the top down. Now, Dave, are you I'm happy? No, 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 no. Dave, Dave comes quickly. So he, he, he's done. Dave is done. A, dad's name. He's yeah. done already. Oh well, hopefully Dad's right. not listening. Da- Dave, is, Dave is done already. He left. You're welcome, Dave. He's You're laughing. Welcome. So Make everybody, hold on. Let's. We got to do a formal intro. We got to do a formal oh, intro. All right, everybody. I love her already. I don't need to. Intro. Now we have to. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous Stacy Toy. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, Hi. Stacy. <laughs> so this is our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. She knows me already. Oh, I love you already. <laughs> I love you too. You're a hot p- number. You're a fast girl, quick and funny. So then we have, hang on, hang on, hang on, wait, wait. We have a chat room. talk a little bit. We have a chat room. No, we have a chat room full of people. Lots of countries represented. So just say hi to everybody Every in the chat room. in the world. Hey, chat room. I love your countries. I can't wait to get back to all of them soon to travel. I really Yay. Over five, over five million people people will be watching this video so there you go oh i'm not bullshit and they're all like loving she knows she knows it's true she knows i I don't know how this crappy show got so popular (laughs) no tell you the truth if i were watching it and i who those old jerk that old queen especially that 80 year old nut job he's so stupid what the fuck is he doing there he doesn't even remember his own name i would critique it and i'd say and the boy next to him must be really crazy to be married (laughs) to that old goat yeah so okay, so you can ask her something, and then I want to like. Talk I want to find somehow. out. You have a boyfriend? Um, I you know no, not officially, but you know I'm talking to someone. Are, are you are you a marrying kind or just a party girl? No, she's no, a marrying kind. I'm widowed, so I guess I killed my oh. first husband. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Do you know Do you know who Jane Russell is, the famous movie star? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jane Russell was my buddy, like my sister. We were dearest of friends. And one day I said to her, Jane, your first husband died. Your second husband died of a heart attack and your 
third husband died of a heart attack. I do you think they all died because you fucked them to death? <laughs> and she, I thought she was going to either smack me or or get insulted. We were driving in my car, by the way, when I said that. Well, she went hysterical, and her answer was, "I hope so." I hope so. That's a good way to go out. I don't care. You know? so. Jane had a wonderful sense of humor. She was a dry, funny sense of humor gal. Uh, but she liked a dirty joke every now and then. If it was in Yeah, in good taste. If it's funny. If it's crude and, and vulgar and come on, nah. Well, so, just tell me when there's nobody listening, so you can't judge me if I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you were in a singles bar, sitting at the bar, and I was a gorgeous young man with a great body and a very bulgy crotch. And I, <laughs> and I came up to he you. He has all I, those things. No, no. And I came, <laughs> up, <laughs> I came up and I said, I've been looking at you from across the room. And I candy, you're more than. Can I buy you a drink? And perhaps later you can go back to my place and look at my paintings. What would you say to me? Well, um, I... I'd say, buy me a drink and let's talk, and then we'll see. Because I mean, I get I get myself into some serious situations sometimes. <laughs> I've been very, very good at getting myself out of them too. So, That's good. <laughs> now, what, what would you say if a if a handsome guy walked up to you and said, "Oh, by the way, do you put out?" <laughs> no, I, I, that's when I put. I kiss the last husband. And then I, if they're like laugh, I go Google me. I come up in an obituary, and the looks on their faces are just my daughter. My daughter Deirdre is an actress, and she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful uh, blue-eyed redhead, and she was went on a date with this guy who seemed really nice, handsome, very, uh, nice car, you know, beautifully dressed. And they're sitting at the cocktail bar, and she had on strappy shoes. And he looked down. And he said, "I can't wait to lick your toes." So she looked at him. She said, oh, is that what you do to your mother? And then she got up and she walked out. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to have to because people have said that to me before, too. In fact, I'm on um, it's this weird like Wikipedia site for feet for famous people. And if you look up Marilyn Gigliotti from Clerks, um, my feet is on with her feet on that feetometer thing. Oh, it's my God. That's hilarious. We know her. Yeah, we know her yes, really well. We do. When I go she's, to L.A., I stay there. That's where I say. Yeah, oh, no, she's fabulous. She's very close with us. Mm-hmm. Yes, we like love her. Yeah, uh, another yeah. person we have to do a shout out to is um, Eileen uh, Dietz. Eileen Dietz, yes. What? Because she wrote that she was coming on the show and Eileen Dates wrote, oh, my God, I'm good friends with them. And so let's give on three. Let's say, hey, Eileen. And that way she'll come back and listen to it. All right. One, two, two, three. three. Hey, Hey, Eileen. Eileen. (laughs) Have we ever ever had Eileen on? Yes, we have. I know I met her years ago at a book signing. No, we met her at the. um, She was doing something for. uh, No, no, we met her at uh, the the movie. The the first time we met her, she was doing. I knew her already. I never met her. Fuck you. She was doing books. She was doing books and at the film festival for what's a face that movie with the vomiting the green. What I know, but she was at the the Exorcist. The Exorcist. Exorcist. Exorcist, But we met her at that. We met her at a film festival in New York. I know Eileen well now. I've met her a couple of times. What do you mean? Every time we go someplace, she's there. We we made out. We made out in the basement. 
of a movie studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's a hottie. She's a hottie. I, love her. I always go out to her house because, you know, I tell her she used to terrorize me as a child in that film because I was always afraid of the exorcist. So I'm like, I go to your house to terrorize you now. So, you no, know, no. there. Bring her I, some good weed butter, and we always have fun. <laughs> so I have a question. I nicknamed okay. Eileen Motorbox. <laughs> yes. I have a question. Have, so have you ever been on the course, scene? Have she's you ever, only your friend. I'm only kidding, uh, Eileen. <laughs> only t- hey, Eileen, I think we're going to be in a movie soon together. Have you ever been on the scene snobs? Do you know the scene snobs, Mick Manhattan and uh, Casey Plot? Yes, I was there last night. Oh, that, oh, that's right. I saw that. I'm so idiot. That's what I saw that. Okay, so because they're in the chat room. Say hi. Casey's hi, in the chat room. Hey, guys. How are you doing? You guys are awesome. Yeah, they're, they're them so and now, the, are you a scream queen also or no. an actress? No, I'm no. an actress. I'm behind the scenes. She's a producer. <laughs> are you a producer? So hang on. Let me oh, brag. I want to brag a little. I want to push my fucking movie. <laughs> You're a producer. How nice. Yeah. Let's talk. I have right. a, I, I wrote well, hold a on. I want, to, I want to hear him brag about me first. I'm sorry. I'm still part woman. So please. No, 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 no. He could brag about you all night long. And now that I know you're a producer, we'll kiss your ass royally. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> right. Trust me. Go, go, so, Jimmy. For, go. So, kiss, first, kiss, kiss. So, so here's some things that I didn't know, you guys. I like look Stacy up, and we've known of each other, and we've talked a couple of times, but we ha- didn't really know each other, know each other until recently. And she's a host, uh, co host on Fan Room Live. We're going to talk about she's got two shows. Shows coming up for that in a minute but not only is she like smoking hot you guys she's like a genius um she has a master's degree in journalism she went to school she studied at oxford she wow. lived uh, she uh she's a member of the oxford entrepreneur society which is like the biggest entrepreneur society in europe um she's also worked in, oh, in just under 50 countries filming broadcasting and providing media she actually worked 11 years in the broadcasting industry she went to elizabethtown college which is that the same place that the movie was made about elizabethtown no that's a different place because oh, his daughter his daughter's in that movie okay that's awesome <laughs> um, so not only is she like gorgeous, but she's like a, a brainiac and behind the scenes, she gets shit done. Which is- <laughs> you know what? That's dangerous to be that accomplished and that genius. He's smart. Men don't like it. I know. It's called BDE, Big Dick Energy. They hate yeah. it. Exactly. I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope you know how to play a little femme fatale, kind of like, oh, because if you come off with your knowledge, the guy's going to shrink. I know, but it's hard because sometimes I'm like, you can't be that fucking stupid either. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Come on, give me a break. I I know so many I know so many straight guys that are really good looking I and mean, stupid, and and not stupid. They're just they. It's like their penis. You know what I mean? If their penis is hard because a girl is stupid, the minute she opens them out and is intelligent, their penis goes back to being one inch, and that upsets them. So I know that men think with their cocks. They don't think with their brains. I'm a man. I know what I'm talking about. If I see a gorgeous young guy and he's flirting with me, I flirt back. Jimmy don't like it. But I, I, mean, I don't do anything, but I flirt back. But the minute I let them know who I am and what I do, they're gone. They, they don't flirt, even in the gay world. Yeah, I'm okay with that, though. I really honestly am. I've been like after losing my husband 10 years ago, you know, my kids were six and four at the time. So now they're 16 and 14 and, you know, driving and all of that. So I'm 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 getting kind of back in the scene, if you will. I mean, don't go crazy, everybody, because like I'm not like, you know, I'm not on Tinder. I'm not I'm not one of those people. (laughs) 
<laughs> get a man, you know, organically. And, and so that's what I'm, I've been trying to do slowly because again, you know, it's been about 10 years since I, you know, since my husband's gone and I haven't dated really at all. So they well, all like, love I, it. I raised both my daughters alone mm-hmm. and my hat's <laughs> off to you raising your children because I know what it's like having a career and being the single parent. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it only only remarkably strong, wonderful people can do that. Well, and still have a career. And no, still we, have a fabulous we, my career. My wife, my ex-wife, the bitch is dead, ran away from her children, didn't see them for 30 something years and then died. So she never even saw her kids before she croaked. I but, can't um, yeah, she's a real piece of real piece of work. Um, and, and it was diff- and I'm tell me how difficult it was for you. Um, it was, I mean, granted, I love my family, my parents, and I have twin brothers, and everybody was really helpful. Um, and they made sure that I was continuing to move forward with what would make me happy because they didn't want to see me get, you know, caught up or stuck. Um, and so the thing is with me, too, I I tell everybody, I, I have two boys that, you know, when I tell them to go face the corner and shut up, they have to listen to me. And, like, I didn't need a third. Um, and I found that a lot of people just like to hang on your coattails. Um, And they want, you know, a girl that'll just take care of them and pay for everything. And, you know, I'm like, I'm one of these people who wants somebody who's kind of like on the same level that can support each other. And like, you know, absolutely help you. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm that kind of person. So that's 100%, 100%. Just, just to, I agree with that. Just to add something, our resident per said for Fook's sake, get on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, it was a hard college, okay? I know. I've done no. that world, okay? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I, nice I, now. <laughs> I have to tell you, why they haven't arrested Dave by now, I'll never know. He's married. I know he's married, but he's the, he's the, he's the biggest tit man perv I know. Sadie Katz comes on, or Sarah French, or or Sherry Davis, or Lauren, or Sherry uh, Nelson. It? Nelson. Sherry Nelson's in the chat room, by the way. Say hi. And, and <laughs> hi, Sherry. Oh, Sherry. Hi, Sherry. And Dave doesn't recuperate for a month. <laughs> no, really, the man is insane. He loves women that are beautiful with chests, big <laughs> boobs. And he's married, so I want to ask him one day, does your wife think of – will you whack off when your wife goes to bed and you're on the computer <laughs> and you're looking at these girls' movies? Because, you know, these girls are in movies where they're sexy. Angela so, Joseph says that's why she stays single too. Oh, no, that's not true. I heard Angie Baby has a little boyfriend. She's working on it. <laughs> no, I heard. Aren't we all? I can't say who because she made me swear to God I wouldn't tell who. But she's got her eye on some guy. And he's famous. And he's famous. And he's got his eye on her cleavage. So I think that they may get together. Oh, so, Angie Baby's got his huge rack. So where in the Poconos kind of do you live? You know, we're, we lived in Doylestown, Pennsylvania for five well. years. Nice. Yes. Right um, before we moved here. Right out here behind me, if you can see it, is the courthouse square in Scranton. So, like, Dunder Mifflin, the office, like, that's it right here. That's it. (laughs) I know know exactly where you are. I, I love it up there in the summer, but in the winter you freeze the biales. I mean, oh yeah, of course, of course. But it's about time we started getting some recognition here outside of the office with Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and then right out here outside the window, there's like cremation remains of um, Jason uh, Miller from the priest from The Exorcist. 
Um, and Paul Sorvino did like a sculpture, and it's like right here in Courthouse Square too. So. Oh, we had him on our show, Paul yeah. Sorvino. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, he kind of screwed this uh, this town pretty good, uh, and everybody could Google that. But uh, <laughs> no, that- I'll be I'll be talking to Paul in the coming weeks for a role in my movie. Um, nice. Yeah. So what did he do to the town? He screwed the town? Well, um, they, they made a deal with the commissioners to do this movie called Trouble with Callie. Um, and you can, they had, a, they did film it here and they did everything here. Um, but essentially it took money from the taxpayers, which was like a half a million dollars. And they were supposed to have, you know, big plans building studios here and um, for the county to get money back so that the taxes could be lowered. And instead, nobody got anything. And so, But that's not Paul's fault. It's the production people. It's yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that went through it. I know. But I just felt bad because Paul was the face of it. And he was in town and he was constantly pushing it. And it was so exciting to have somebody like that in, in a town like this, because we're all taught that we have to leave here in order to go do something like go to Los Angeles. You have to go to Atlanta. You have to go to New York. You can't stay here. So that's been my goal too, is to bring more things here. So people have the opportunity. And so that's what I was really excited about with Paul. And I'm still friends with some of the commissioners that worked with him, even though they ended up in prison um, and are still on house arrest. Um, <laughs> I said, you can Google it. It's not like I'm just, you know, but I, I, I genuinely hope that, you know, everything kind of works out because I know that um, that film is still out there um, and I'm hoping for it to be released. Good so. well, I, I know that Paul Servino is a regular Joe. I mean, from what I know of him and his background, uh, I, I think if he were to rob, he would rob multi-millions from the very rich. Yeah, you would think, right? I, I don't think he would do anything to the production company. I'm, I I don't know the story, but knowing the man's character, he likes the hardworking people because he came from a poor Italian family. Mm-hmm. And Mira was in the film as well. Um, there right. was you know, quite a few people that were in the film. If you um, you could go on YouTube, the trailer's up. It's called Trouble with Callie, C-A-L-I. Did, did, you, did, you, did, you, did, you, did you produce it? No, I didn't. I was still working for the news station here, um, WNEP. And so we covered everything that he was a part of when he was in town. He always gave us sound bites. And so I don't know him personally, but I just know that we covered all of his, his stuff when he was in town. And he was in town for, you know, at least a year, year and a half. And doing really? For the area. So, yeah, on and off. It was great. It was it was really cool to have Hollywood in Scranton. <laughs> Well, he's a nice. I find he's a right. Don't we like him? He's a nice. Yeah, he was guy. nice. He was on the show. He's nice. He's we saw a regular, him at a convention. Regular fella, you know. He I also mean, told us though that he knew that we was he was on our show about seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So he said that you know, like he was because he had a farm in Pennsylvania, and he said he was he said he was going back to L.A. because you know no work because he couldn't get work living there out of sight, um, out of mind. But I think that true. eight years ago things have changed so much with streaming and the way everything is. I think you can be basically anywhere and you can do stuff nowadays. Agreed. Absolutely. I mean, and people like to come here. I know we're going to be filming a couple of things um, in the coming months up here in, as opposed to out in L.A. or down in Atlanta because you don't have to worry about, you know, even IATSE being within a 150 mile radius of a, of a main city. Um, and just with everything going around, like going on, there's, you don't have to worry about permits here. And we still have, um, tons of film tax credits that people can utilize. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I have a, we have a production, uh, warehouse here that's about 14,000 square feet and, um, we're, we're trying to build up a bunch of stuff here. So fingers crossed. I love it. We love it there. We love it there. Well, the town that we love, and I don't remember the name is where we met the guy in the diner. Who's your friend. 
Um, what was the name of that town? Oh, it's in New York State. It's beautiful. I don't want to give it it's away. It's where the Black Bear Film Festival is. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a like a it's also got a lot of gay and lesbian people oh, that live there. Oh, it's a fabulous town. And it's, it's so uh, beautiful. Oh, oh, shit. Though, my son is gay, and like I, I sat on the board for Gay Days down in Orlando. I don't know if you've ever been down to that. No, we we went there because the Gay Days was during one magical weekend, and we covered yes. it for them. Yes, so, that's yes. awesome. I was we, on the board and picking uh, the Miss Gay Days, you know, the drag queen for the year and stuff. So I did that for a few years. I love. That environment, like that makes me so happy. Like, so wherever this town is, you let me know because I need to go. I, I have to think of the name. It's got a wonderful, in fact, uh, you know, we're, we're saying in California, but we're also looking out in the Hamptons or around the Hamptons for a second home because I'm a New Yorker. I'm not a Californian. I've lived in California most of my life, but I really want to be a New Yorker again. I California's just not for me. Climate, this stinks here. So, uh, we will be going up there for their film. Milford. Milford, Milford Pennsylvania. Yes. You know what? That's only like 15 minutes away from me. I, know. I love it. I love, that's I love not We almost bought a house there. Yeah. Oh, we can be neighbors. No, the real estate was reasonable and the house was lovely. The house was like maybe 350, which is unheard of. In LA, 350, it can't get a toilet. You know, a dump, an ugly piece of shit that was built in 1926, a 700 square foot house, a million three. They're out of their friggin' minds here. First of all, I wouldn't live in it for free in the neighborhood it's in. All the homeless are two feet away. It's just disgusting what's going on in L- Los Angeles. Do you come? You come to LA a lot, though, right? Wait, next I, time you I, come, we have to come meet you. Of course, absolutely. Like I said, I stay with Marilyn, um, but yes, I have business partners out there. Um, they're actually they're moving from North Hollywood to Malibu uh, with their recording studio. It's um, Jamie Jones, lead singer from All for One, and Jack Kugel, who is uh, like a twenty-five year. Uh, Sony EMI songwriter Grammy award winning both of them so um, they do a lot of stuff for Disney and Netflix and and uh, a lot of big oh, stuff. Oh, I know. I know some of the other guys from All for One. As a matter of fact, we had Jeff Timmons on our show a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, he's he and I uh, and and some other people are working on trying to put together another movie uh, that stars like all the boy band guys. Yeah, that would be so <clears> awesome. <throat> I love it. Um, so it oops. So I, uh, so we're kind of like working on it, and, and it's got some of the people from All for One are going to be in it. Some of the other guys I think are, mm-hmm. are potentially going to be in it. Actually, you maybe like once we get it more like we get it because we're still working on a script. But then like maybe like we'll bring you in to work with us on it because it'd be fun working with all the boy band people. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Yes, I know. Like I was supposed to do a couple of things mm-hmm. with a few of the different stuff from like new kids on the block to all these other ones. And so like, I still have all the connections with it because COVID kind of screwed up a lot of stuff. So, um, it would be, and I'm like, Oh man, like I hope that chance didn't like go through the cracks because I, I mean, I'm a, I grew up in the nineties, like those, like all boy bands in two thousands. That was the stuff that like everybody masturbated to. So <laughs> it's like, I, I love it. People. <laughs> uh, I, I have to ask you a question. This is serious <laughs> stuff now, really important to me. Have you ever done line produce, uh, line producing? Um, like the budget stuff. I've yeah. done some of it, but I usually just delegate that out to other people that I know are way better at it. <laughs> okay. Do you have a couple of names you could give me? Yes. I need a, off I, the air. I, off the air. I need a <laughs> line producer for my movie. Yep, absolutely. I just got a budget today from one of the best ones in the industry, and um, he's he's amazing. I absolutely can give you one there. I've got a few out in L.A. 
So whatever you need. <laughs> Terrific. Because we need a line producer who's really good, who mm-hmm. can get it. Done. I figured the film to be about three million, but we don't know. I, Jimmy said more. I said less. You know, it depends on who you how you want to do it. It's it's mm-hmm. a uh, it's a very, very um, lot of cast movie. Yeah, so. that's totally fine. I mean, and if you have a script that you yeah. go off of. So. Yeah, we've got he's got the, he's got the script and we haven't put together a Lainey team yet. Kazana, she's calling me today or tomorrow to give me her answer if she's going to be the star of the movie. So cause she's, my, she's, a, she's a friend of mine. And the main character is a Jewish broad from Brooklyn. Whoops. Sorry, I keep getting all these phone calls. Uh, actually, we're going to yeah. send it to you anyway, because you might like the, that one, too, because like we um, no, uh, we're, we're really say, it's about a Jewish broad 1943 who's a bookie. Okay, and mm-hmm. it's, and she married to a mafia guy, so it's really a, a a dark, funny comedy. Oh, I love it! I love it. Anything that's at least a little funny, I love. You know, no, it's, it's very, very funny. funny. One line. There's, there's no like I hate when people bring to me like um, zombies and you know all of the Dracula, all the horror stuff. I'm just no. like, oh, not again. Please, please not again. So that is a very nice and welcome, welcoming thing. I'd love to. No, this, this, this does. This is not a horror film. It has people uh, dying in it, but that's normal. That's okay. Yeah, that's but, but it's not a. Uh, general, right? And and the actors will not be reading lines; they will be acting because I wrote it as they did movies years ago, where there's character development, interesting story, and uh, you get involved with the people. Today as you will agree, most of the scripts are lines read and you have no idea what the background is of the character and you couldn't give a shit less if they dropped it in the movie. And that's how I feel when I go to a film today. I say, Jimmy, you know, they wanted us to feel bad for the the person, but I don't Mm -hmm. because I don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. It works, man. That's great. I love it. I mean, my creativeness is on the business side of stuff. So you just tell me what you want, and then that's when I get creative and I figure out. Okay, but listen, why do they? I like you. Can you answer me? Why do they write that way today? Why is it because of budget? I don't understand. I keep asking the question to everyone that's in the business. Why do they write such shallow shit? (laughs) I mean, honestly, have you, like, I know you know a lot of people in the business, okay? Everybody are freaking weird when they start letting you into their little wormholes of their minds. And like, you know, some of the stuff that you actually witness or, or they actually confide in you in, and you're like, well, this is the people my parents warned me about type stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like their inner, their inner subconscious and thoughts of things that, you know, they probably can't do it because it's not okay in the normal world. I mean, it's okay to play out on TV and yeah, there's, I mean, look at how many pedophiles get picked up all the time. I mean, geez, like, can you imagine what goes on in people's minds? <laughs> and a lot of these movies that we see though, cause Ron's in a bunch of them. Um, mm-hmm. They're just poor. <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, Hey, you got to make a living. No, no. Oh, I'm making a living at 200 bucks a day. Give me a break. That's not even coffee. So you're the ultra low budget, huh? Yes. No, I do it. I do it because I love, I love Angie baby, Angelina uh, Joseph. And I love Joe. Do you know Angela Joseph? Mm-mm. Okay, she's, she's in the channel. In the say hi. Um, by the way, we've got to say hi. Jerry Giangelo joined and us I, at Hub Reynolds. I, and I love Sadie Katz, and I love. Do you know Sadie? 
No, I don't think I do. Oh, I have I some cool people to introduce love, you to. I love Felisa. 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 I, there's so many people that I, they're kids. They're, they could be my grandchildren, but they <laughs> treat me with such respect, such admiration and such love that when they say to me, be in my movie, I, I, half of them I do for free. I don't really care. And mm-hmm. I'm not getting that out there. I want the 200. It pays for gas. <laughs> well, going from Palm Springs to L.A. in our car, mm-hmm. You know, it costs us like $70, $80. So it's nice if you make a couple of bucks. Yes. But anyway, I do it for the fun of doing it and my friends. But the movie that I have written, I will be the co-star playing the mafia husband, which I play all the time, the mafia anyway. So it's it's a character. But we're bringing in other people because we need names. So there'll right. be other we're people since he's not a name and everything. Well, this is like right next to the town of the Irishman, you know, home of Buffalino and all these guys. <laughs> I like, love it. I love it. No, no, so you'll like the script. Uh, Sadie Katz is one of the producers because Sadie is very helpful for me. And uh, Dave rewrote it for me because I didn't know how to work it in that stupid. What was it called? Final what? draft. Final draft. Oh my god! You yeah, commit- I know. I hate that too. That program. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a suicide program. So <laughs> anyway, all right. So hold on. We're gonna Wait, we're, we're, we're gonna get her the Dave information. Plug. Okay, Dave Bailey's awesome. So we love Dave him. Bailey was kind enough to rewrite the whole script and put it in proper text. Wow. Thank, you, thank you again, Dave. Yeah, we always get a lot of help. It's all fun. So, so that's nice. We have a nice gang of people that we're friends with. All the actors and actresses in Hollywood, young co- people. Actually, we run in like a half of the same circles, like half the people that we know she knows and the other half she doesn't. And same thing with her. She knows tons of people we don't know. So networking right. with her is a phenomenal well, thing we, because Jimmy's between gonna, all of us. We're going to invite you to some red carpets. So when you're in L.A. When you're in well, L.A. I know. I'm usually out there for the Grammys. This was uh, I, I went the last seven years um, on the red carpet and all that stuff. And so this is the first year I, I didn't make it out there. So I'm yeah, there's yeah. It's terrible, but it's going to get better. No, all right, so no so, Oscar parties this year either. Yeah, it's been terrible. And we always go to the Oscar parties, and I miss that. So f- listen up, guys, because we got to do. We have like twenty minutes left, and we have to do some some serious go, shit here that go, we have to go, talk about. Go, go. Uh, so besides being gorgeous, smart, producing every cool shit on the planet, you guys, Stacy Toy is a co-host of Fan Room Live. You can follow her first of all on Instagram, you guys. She's Stacy Toy. She has a, a Twitter, but like she hasn't tweeted in a couple of years. So so just go to Instagram. <laughs> yep, I don't like it. <laughs> she's on Instagram and she's got two big, big shows coming up. One of them's on Friday night and one of them's on Sunday afternoon. And so uh, the one on Friday night, it's called uh, Home Run for Hope. It's Fan Room Live. Um, it's actually, I think, might be one of the first ones you guys are doing that actually like are, are benefiting like children's charities. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, the Rock Solid Foundation and the Pediatric, uh, which does pediatric cancer and the Children's Hospital of the King's Daughters. It's being hosted by Cedric the Entertainer. And your guests are Chris Taylor from the L.A. Dodgers. And then there's a special appearance by Alexander Ludwig, who I is, is like one of my favorite actors. Like he's in such cool shit. Um, he's in Vikings, you guys. He's like one of the stars of that TV show Vikings. And he was in the Hunger Games and Midway and Bad Boys for Life. And that's taking place Friday night, March 26, 7.15 p.m. Pacific time. Time and you get 
your tickets at fanroomlive.com. So let's start with that one. Tell us a little bit about it. And are you also going to be a part of hosting it? Um, yes, I am. I don't know exactly what part of it I am yet, but um, I, I got the, yep, you're you're going to help co-host. I said, okay, great. Um, but uh, from what I know, there's going to be some musical guests on there um, and, and like big musical guests. So I'm really super excited because instead of going to the Grammys this year, I feel like I'm kind of a little bit a part of co-hosting my own version of the Grammys. Yay! Uh, having the LA Dodgers, I mean, they have the cool, I, I'm not a sports person, but they have the coolest hats. So I've always gotten the Dodgers hats because yeah. they, they always match my outfits and like, I like, I love them. <laughs> so, you know, and then I am, um, of course, my boss is Cedric, the entertainer, Mr. The entertainer, as I like to refer to him as, um, and it's just, I don't know, like in, in Alexander Ludwig, I mean, I don't know, this is just a cool for like full circle moment um, for me. And I'm excited to be a part of it, but I, the thing I love most is raising money for charity. Um, you know, I've built houses and schools and all that stuff in Haiti, just using documentaries to raise money. And um, I've done it in other various third world countries and over in the UK with the homeless. So anything that I can do to, you know, incorporate cool people and make a really cool event and do something that, you know, helps other people ultimately is just like a win, 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 win. And to me, all boats rise with the tide. So like, why not do stuff like that? <laughs> Also, you so remind me of Lara Spencer, ABC oh, Good Morning News. <laughs> she, she grew up in my house. She's my daughter's best friend. Oh my and, God, so cool. and you sound like her and you speak just like her. If I close my eyes, I think you're Lara Spencer. And that's, oh, quite, a, that's quite a compliment. Thank you so much. <laughs> so you guys are too. If you guys, do you know Lara? No, I don't. I, ju I just know who she is. <laughs> you guys remember last week we had Jay Benjamin on. He's also a co-host of Fan Room Live. And uh, so they work together. And his show did phenomenal, by the way. I think we're at like four, I don't know, four and a half million plays in only a week. I know. Um, He's so freaking cool, too. Like, you know, you get thrown into these situations. I literally met him on Zoom the, right before we did our first one with Jake the Snake Roberts. And so we only had like, you know, we, we went on about a half an hour early just to, you know, get some camaraderie and stuff. And it was just instantly like, oh, my God, we're like best friends. So, That's so we, funny. I love him. I, and I've been talking to him about some other stuff, you know, on, on other projects. And he's been such a huge help to me. And he's been a huge consultant because he's got so much knowledge about a lot of stuff. A lot um, of knowledge. I mean, and that's the best part is the entire team is like. You know, we just kind of fit together. And Jeff, we should say hi to Jeff. Hey, yes, Jeff. Yes, he's the man who put it all together. He messaged me on LinkedIn like a year or so ago, and we had a phone call, and we're just like, you know, let's figure out a way to help each other because we were both just sitting around with COVID, um, not doing anything, and it's like, well, all right, I don't know who you are, and I don't know who you are, but hey, let's help each other out and figure it out, and the rest is history, and here we are. So we, we started working together. I started helping getting guests for Fan Room, and then ultimately now I'm the co-host so and co-executive producer. So I like, love it. Now, Congratulations. What, what could we do to help you to make some money right now? Is there something that you want to tell our watchers or our viewers that can help you make a buck? Uh, what do you mean make a buck? Like, I'm not on OnlyFans or anything. <laughs> what's this, what's this 
<laughs> he doesn't know what that is. He doesn't know what that is. She's not. She said, "I'm not on OnlyFans. That's like a like a Facebook type site, except for that's where everybody goes to like take no, their I clothes mean, is off. There like a project that you want people to send um, money to or donation for an organization. No, she wants you to get these yeah. tickets for Fan Room Live. Yes, well, I don't know anything about it. Well, we've what? been talking about it for twenty minutes. I know that. But I'm, I'm, you just stay there looking beautiful. No wait, there are plenty of old bags like me that don't get it. How much are these friggin' tickets? And They're where do different. I get them? You go to fanroomlive.com. T- tell Let her. her. Tell me. She's the boss. Yes. No, there's different There's different tiers of, of different things because there's like VIP tickets where you can you know speak to people um, personally for a lot longer and after. Oh, I know. This is where our friend Sean Kanan was on there. Yeah. That's how oh. it. Yes. Sean Kanan was on there. Yeah, yes. I know that. I know what you're talking about. But how much is it? We have they're to all know. different every time. Yes. Different. What's the cheapest ticket if I'm on Social Security? Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes. Well, again, it depends on each and each event. Sometimes we do have uh, ten dollars spectator ones where you don't get to personally interact with the celebrity, but you can still watch and be a part of the event because it's not something that's you know out there that's live for everyone else to see during that moment. Um, and then they have other ones that are like thirty dollars or fifty dollars. But again, it all depends on the person because if we get somebody like Sylvester Stallone or, or something like that, um, you know. To How get about to- when you had Morgan Fairchild? Yes, Morgan Fairchild was wonderful, and she sent me a message and said that it was so great to work with me, and I did an amazing job. And to me, like women like her inspire me because she's not only done so much, but she's sustained herself, and she's still an amazing human being. And so, like, I love. Oh my God. And she looks still, so gorgeous. Still gorgeous. Still. Uh, oh my I God! I know. I even said that. I'm like, I hope to oh. God I look like you. I think she got more beautiful now with age than when she mm-hmm. was young. She, Absolutely. I, I was. I, and they had Leland Squar on. You you oh, were there I for Leland, Leland. Squar. Yes. I, I, I asked him the question. I'm like, listen, I just got to know, what does it feel like when you're on stage with Phil Collins and he does that do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do? You know, like, yeah. I'm like, oh. And he even said he was getting goosebumps just thinking about I it. Love like, I love Phil get- Collins. We love Leland. He's one of our special friends. And we friends. love Phil Collins, too. And Phil Collins. But Leland, oh. he's one of our special friends. So hold on. We got to go. So you guys, so Fan Room Live has the 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 home run for Hope One, hosted with by Cedric the Entertainer with the L.A. Dodgers, Chris Taylor, and a special appearance by Alexander Ludwig. And then on Sunday, for all you wrestling fans, Sunday, March 28th, 4 p.m. Eastern time, they have AEW star Paul White. And he's like one of the biggest guys, probably like on the planet. He's like seven mm-hmm. feet something like tall. Um, he's awesome. Like I didn't, I don't follow wrestling, so until I found out about this, I didn't know anything about him. But since then, I've researched him. He's like super cool. He's great on Twitter and his social media. He has millions of people following him everywhere. And I noticed too, like you made a movie with wrestlers, didn't you? Yes, I did. In fact, one of them will be in uh, making a special appearance during Paul White's thing, which is WWE superstar Gene Snitsky, who starred in my very first film, 100 Acres of Hell, now available on Amazon and Voodoo, iTunes, Google Play, and about 30 other platforms. But yes, and we worked with um, Samu Anawahi and Afa Anawahi Jr. from the Head Shrinkers. They sold out Madison Square Garden in the 80s. They were like one of the first tag teams. They're the Rock's cousins, uh, Yokozuma's relatives, the Samoan dynasty, um, Rikishi, Black Pearl, all of these guys. They're amazing. Everybody has been so wonderful in wrestling. And I just, I used to watch it a little bit as a kid. And then um, 
just uh, I just getting back into it and actually getting to know them. And these guys have been so supportive of me and my children, especially, you know, after losing my husband, like Gene Snitsky is always making it because my sons are, are big wrestling fans. He's always making sure that they're special and bringing them backstage and, and you know, getting special tickets. And I mean, we go and when we were filming, you know, we would stay over at his house and stuff just with his wife. And, you know, I mean, the fact that when he's sick and they'll they'll make videos and send them to my kids and stuff. I mean, that's that stuff was. I mean, that's awesome. They're better Absolutely. than friends I've known my whole life, and I'm like, WWE superstars are cooler than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's super cool. Like, I never really followed wrestling a little bit, you know, when I was younger. But I have. I used to go to conventions all the time, so I've met a bunch of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the one that we love. What's her name? Whatever happened to her? We have to look her up again. The big tall lesbian. Who I love. You know who I mean. She's a wrestler, actress. She had the what? gorgeous airline stewardess for a wife. The oh, Dot Marie Jones. Dot Marie Jones. Oh, how Dot I Marie love Jones. Her. Dot Marie. No, she wasn't a wrestler. She was a like a MMA, like a one of those like warrior people. Do you know who Dot Marie Jones is? She was Coach Beast uh, in all in Glee. She is uh, the nicest uh, gal in the world. Oh, she's so I'm fabulous. Crazy about her, and you know she's a real. Butch she's a gladiator. She was in the gladiators oh, okay. TV show. She was like an no, American gladiator. She looks, she looks, she's like six foot tall. She's built like a man. So she's in the airport and walking by her is this gorgeous feminine blonde airline stewardess. And she has the balls to hit on the stewardess. Well, the Nothing. stewardess was gay. And now they've been together for years. So romance is everywhere, folks. You just got to know how to do it. So let's go back, though, you guys. So you got to go to fanroomlive.com to get your tickets for both events. And then they have new events coming up all the time. They do several events a month. Uh, when you go to them, you get to see Stacy. Um, you get to see Jay Benjamin. Uh, Sherry Nelson helps host some of them once in a while. Um, love Sherry, I do. Sherry's a fabulous. We love her. She's, She's in the town now. She's oh, yeah. <laughs> like you. You guys are like the hot I, sisters. I keep telling her to jump the border and come here. Screw waiting to get in now biden's letting everybody in so he should let her in too yeah. <laughs> come on in come to scranton it's his hometown man you can't lose here <laughs> oh that's so funny if she came in she could be a citizen now because all our borders are down <laughs> i think they're they're in canada they're not letting you do it till april 21st or something maybe Good, like then, that then sherry will be so also let me i have another brag thing for you though so like you made a documentary in haiti Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I read it really quick so like you can make any corrections but you made a cool documentary to raise money and I read something like it raised like two million dollars like in the first 20 minutes that it yes. was released or something it was it was the most amazing thing um, my my cousin and someone who I look up to his name he's a Academy Award winning producer director Robert May he did Kids for Cash and Errol Morris's Fog of War um, which was the one that he was up with um, he he won the uh, Academy Award for, um, and he asked me to go down there, and it was me and him and um, three other people that were in the crew, and we went out, and I like to, you know, I, I like to actually walk in people's shoes, so I wanted to go into, you know, Port-au-Prince and City of Soleil and see, like, the poverty firsthand. Um, I, you know, I was with all the orphans and the kids, and we used the kids ultimately to tell the story because we thought it would be the best way. I mean, they were, they were, able to go into a restaurant for the first time, you know, and they got to swim in a pool for the first time because we let them into the resort we were staying at. And we did have security and I mean, but it was just, I like to see things firsthand and I want to be a part of it. And I'm not afraid of, of that. I mean, I'm, I've been in news forever. So that's kind of what it is. I've seen everything go wrong at least once. And I just try not to make stupid decisions um, and go in stupid places, but 
I've I'll, been there. I've been to Port-au-Prince. I, I just like the, the rivers with all of the bottles and, and everything. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Like you can't even describe it. You have to see it like firsthand. Um, so, but it was really great to do that. We, we were there for um, like two weeks we uh, put out this documentary just to raise money so that we could help build up this orphanage and build the schools and, and you know, make it more secure and have self-sustaining agriculture, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and when we when we put it out within the first 20 minutes, it raised over two million dollars. And so they got everything they wanted on this 14 acre secure facility with, you know, I still keep in touch with them with the iPads because they have Internet and, and can FaceTime. Um, and they got that within less than a year after we filmed there. And, and it's still being used for marketing purposes and stuff. And so we're hoping to go back and do an update because they are expanding now more. But all the kids, I, like I said, I still keep in touch with them. And they'll FaceTime me with the translator and stuff. And so, I mean, it's, that's been five years. And, and it's really exciting to be well, they want They want to know the name of the documentary. It's called Open Arms Haiti. Open arm, open arms, Haiti, you guys. You know, I firmly believe if you do good, you'll get good luck. Yes, I agree. I agree. You, 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 you will have very good luck in your life. Good health and good luck. Okay. Uh, good, good people are rewarded. Bad people think they're rewarded temporarily, but in the end, they get screwed. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and I think it's really cool that you're doing like the Hollywood thing and you're also doing the helpful thing and you're a mom. I mean, you really have your shit together. Like it's <laughs> very I, difficult to do all that. Time. You know, I was a drug addict back here. You know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very impressed by you and I hope we can maybe work together. And yeah. I know a lot of important people and a lot of people don't impress me, by the way. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't I don't impress easily, but you've impressed. Yeah, he's right about that. No, it's true. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a Brooklyn guy. You know, in Brooklyn, we're taught check every corner. You know, we're smart. We're street smart. I learned in the street, the phonies and the bullshit artists. And I sort of have a good idea of who who I want to gravitate towards. And I think I'd like to work with you. That's the best way to ask me out ever. Yes, Ron, I will go out with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> so you guys, listen up. First you, of all, you, you can push my wheelchair or give me my cane. <laughs> you guys, Stacy's on Instagram. You want to follow her at Stacy Toy. And you got to remember, Stacy is S-T-A-C-E-Y. Right. So it's Stacy. That's another thing that makes her stand out from everybody you else. You are a delight. You are an um, inspirational And delight. go to Fan Room Live uh, so and get your tickets for everything and look at all the things. And, and she's got a movie now. It's on Amazon Prime right now, right? 100 Acres of Hell. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. a horror movie, though, right? Yep, that's my first movie, and that's why I said I don't want to do that kind of stuff no more. <laughs> is, it a, is it blood and guts? Because I won't watch it if it. I don't watch the movies I'm in. I'm in a movie now next week or the week after. I got to work. And Joe Castro, the monster maker, said, Ron, I intend to cover you from head to toe in blood. Ooh. And I said, oh, no, you don't, because it stains my hair pink. <laughs> so now I have a problem. You know that shitty blood. Oh. So now I'm going to be covered from head to toe in blood. God only knows what they're going to do to me in this film. I'm getting my face shot off. Yeah, Jimmy gets his face machine gunned off. Oh. I can't wait to see that. I love horror movies, and I I, I, I dislike them. I have to tell you, I've produced a zillion horror movies. Uh, I love them, but I've uh, started working on, you know, 
one to five million dollar bigger budget films and and not none of them one of them's horror uh uh but it's not really this a, a regular kind of horror movie and um and the other ones are all like action or family like i'm trying to i'm branching out like you you know and to do bigger better things and to not i don't want to get pigeonholed as the horror producer yeah that's either. my right i like i like being in them because they're fun but i never mm-hmm. watch them because i think they're stupid <laughs> Yes, yes, but they do have the co followings, and I, I adore Are it. You I kidding? Really hey, Stacy, they're the number one money maker. Yeah, horror movies always horror make money. Films make more money than friggin' Gone with the Wind did. I mean, I really. It does. So I guess there's the stupid one here going, I don't want to be in that industry. <laughs> well, look at me, how I talk about them and that I'm in them all the time. I have about seven or I have about six or seven more to do. And I said to Jimmy, that's why I want to do the film I'm, I'm writing. And I'm in three of Jimmy's films, which are not horror. Mm-hmm. I said, because, you know, I'm, I would never a horror actor. I made a film with Sophia Loren, Tab Hunter. I mean, a hundred years ago, I've, I'm old Hollywood. I did television and now I'm thrown as an old man into this crazy monster world that I don't get. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they did it to Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, all the great movie stars. When their career was over, they wound up in horror movies. <laughs> Not that my career is over, listeners. But <laughs> it's just begun. No, and like if there's a great opportunity, I'm not going to turn it down just because it's a horror film. So it's not like I'm completely shutting myself out. It's just I'm not I'm not going to push myself in the indie world with that kind of stuff um, because you call in a lot of favors and then you have to give a lot of favors back. And it's like, I, you know, my chips are getting bigger and I, I'm watching how I cash them in anymore. <laughs> oh, I understand two, that 100 percent. Two films that I loved and adored. Psycho, Hitchcock, Psycho. Stop it. Hitchcock, Psycho. And um, now he blew my... Astro, a seven-pound warrior, Uh, and uh, the Night of the Living Dead, the original black Mm -hmm. and white. Those two, those two films I liked. you know, the rest of fun. Kids, kids like that stuff. I love all of them, but yeah, Jimmy, yeah, I, I even like the crappy ones just because if, if somebody I know is in them, you my, should see Jimmy's office. Yeah. My it's office is of filled of monsters. Life lo- For my birthday, he bought me an eight foot Krampus. Oh, wow. That was cool looking, though, because I mean, oh. like the macabre, I think, is really neat. Like uh, his oh. room is filled. I have a werewolf that's like seven feet. I have an alien. I have a. I and have, they all move. Uh, yeah, they all move. I have killer clowns, and I have. Uh, oh, I have. I, yeah. I have Jason. I have Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, and you plug him in, and he makes the noise, and he swings the machete. Um, nice. And I collect action figures of everybody who's ever been on the show. So anybody who comes on the show who has an action figure, I get, and we've had hundreds of people yeah, with their own until, action you know, figures. Before I met Jimmy, I was doing plays in New York, you know, off Broadway and stuff like that, some television, and I never dreamed in a million years that I would be interested in smoking. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. That's when bad I, for you. Don't when vape. I see you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Don't you dare smoke. It's that, not good for you. That shit makes popcorn on your lungs. <laughs> You're a young, beautiful girl. Sorry. You want to be a wrinkled old bitch when you get to be my age? Oh, I hate to bullshit, but I oh, like you God. a lot. I like you, so I'm gonna stick my neck out. Please don't smoke. Okay. No, no, have willpower. It's I'm so sorry. It's it's so bad for you. You're such a nice girl. Why do you want to CBD? I have Lyme's disease. <laughs> I sat her opioids, and I don't. I'm off opioids for 18 years. I'm clean. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, well, you could go I'm up. sorry. It's my medicine. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Roll up a piece of paper and make believe it's a cigarette. Okay. <laughs> and just puff. 
I, I mean, I really like you. I want I'll you to be. Gummies. I'll take gummies instead. She wants you to live. He wants you to be around forever. No, I oh, love. Yes. Her. She's a I'll nice gummies. She's a, a very nice girl who's a wonderful mother. Okay, she raised her kids, and for that, she should be healthy and and see their their grandchildren and her great grandchildren. How about your kids? Like, do they like do they like what you do, and do they have any aspirations to like be in movies or anything? Yes, they do. I let them come with me on set. Um, so I, when I was filming everything, and I've done a few commercials for like Toyota for the Super Bowl and for um, like the uh, Korean Olympic Games, and so I've put the boys in there either as extras or the one specific one. I know he won a few American advertising awards across the United States for Toyota, but my son, uh, my youngest son was the star of that one because, and I, and I just let him go with the director and I left the room and I said, you just need to listen to what he says. And he did everything. Um, and so they're, they're starting to help me a little bit more as like a little assistance because I'm like, if I'm building this company, if they want to be a part of it, then I'd rather them learn it from the ground up too, so that they do they understand it. They can get out of it if they hate it, and that's fine too. I'm not forcing it, but if we're gonna build it, let's build it together, and they enjoy it. They have fun, so they. Get I to try. love that. Now, does, I think that's does, awesome. Does your gay son have a friend, a lover, or a husband? Or he's something? only sixteen. Oh, he's, he's only sixteen. 16. Yes. Well, yeah. I I was sixteen, and I I was going out with five guys at the same time. Yeah, oh, you were more. Come on, I don't like. He's my baby. Okay. <laughs> No, he's very they, headstrong. The, you know, he's a good kid. He's got good fashion. Loves the '80s and '90s clothes. Oh, um, cool! Well, wait a I minute. Mean, I'm going to pass some advice to you. Take this from an old bag. <laughs> Teach your son that a relationship is far better than being a single gay. A single gay goes from man to man, winds up with nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. It's so. I'm with Jimmy ten years. I was with somebody else for sixty four years. No, forty two. Forty six years. years or some shit. And <laughs> I believe in. I believe in uh, a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think. I think my gay friends that have run from guy to guy to guy to guy, today they're all drunken drunks or unhappy men mm-hmm. with nothing. So teach. So teach your son that there is a wonderful home life for gay men. Uh, gay men could be married and live a beautiful, have a beautiful home and dogs and swimming pool. I mean, we have a lovely life. Of course. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, and that's, that's what you want for your son. You absolutely. don't want him to be a whore. No, no. And I honestly, he, I, it's weird because he actually talks to me about everything and not other people, which I think is cool to be a mom and to have a 16 year old son who just only talks to his mother about things. Yeah, so, that's cool. Uh, that that yeah. open that open door is wonderful. Yes. And so I'm very proud of that. But I mean, that's why I went down and started working with gay days because I wanted to have good influences and people that like I could, because I, I, I mean, I'm from a small country town like up here, but I don't care what anybody else says. And then when I started going down to gay days, everybody started becoming more open up here and like pride started getting like putting the flags up here and set it like city uh i love it well i i i worked i worked very hard i don't now because i'm busy but i worked very hard on uh gay suicide mm-hmm. and most boys and girls 13 to 17 commit suicide because they really don't think that they're going to have a good life mm-hmm. they are punished into thinking they're dirty bad and weird and it's not so and bullying. So I always tell 
young gay people. Everybody the channel. You loves can this. live just as wonderfully as they do on television. What are those? The, my three sons. That bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a house with a garden, white picket fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you're gay doesn't mean you have to be put in the darkness. No, it's a beautiful, bright world. Nice. He's wittier than me. He's, I mean, I don't know whether to slap him across the face or write it down when he says right, that. Write it down. <laughs> write it down. Because to all of you young people out there that are listening, if you're gay and confused, seek help. Mm-hmm. Talk to people who can advise you on how to conduct your life. If you plan it well, you can be successful, happy. You can adopt children. There's no reason dogs. why we have three dogs. There's no reason why you cannot live like a heterosexual if you want to. You know, I mess not necessarily. I just want to be happy. I just happy. Want to happy. Yeah, exactly. Happy. happy. I don't give a shit happy. what it is. If you want to be a tuna fish, I'll support you to be the best damn tuna fish you want exactly. to be. I don't exactly. care. I, I, exactly. I'm sure that you're an amazing I mom. I think people will love yeah, it. So. I think it's wonderful that you're raising two children and a gay son and that you have this kind of mentality. I really uh, i am starting to respect you more and more as the show goes on. Thank you. We have to let her go. You know, <laughs> no, really. You're, you're just not a piece of ass for Dave to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys so we've got another guest we want to thank stacy hey, you guys Stacey. follow her on instagram stacy toy s-t-a-c-e-y toy go to fanroomlive.com to get your tickets for friday and for sunday and keep abreast and if you follow her instagram you'll know what other shows are coming up or follow mine you'll know what other shows are coming up to support and, and meet your favorite celebrities and we want to thank you so much for coming on the show you're fabulous and i want to tell you i fell in gay love with you you're like my sister i love you all right <laughs> I, I want to. We, we, we have that. We have to hang because you know I go to clubs. I dance. I, I mean, I'm no old bag. I'm like a 21 year old. Yes, so we can go. we can party on down. Woo! When we come to New York, we're going to go up to whatever town he said, and then we're going to see you. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you so much. I love you. And guys. I'm gonna and I'll no, get. I'm gonna call, I'll call you tomorrow. All right. All right. <laughs> bye. 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 Yay! You guys, I'm, wasn't I'm, she fabulous? I'm so excited. We have a new friend. This is how I met Eileen Shapiro. Yep. On the show, and I fell in love with gay love with Eileen, and now I love this girl. She's really something else. Uh, widow. Two sons, one's gay, and she has a career. Oh, you can bring her in. You can bring her in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I just saw a pair of tits. <laughs> I just saw tits. Oh, that's you. She's got the babies bouncing. For me, she did it. I love her. Meanwhile, gorgeous. Am I going to see you in May? Hang on. We got. Yes, you are. I'm making a trip to New York, and I'm going to party with you guys. I cannot wait. Go show, and we're going to have a lot of fun. It'll go viral, I'm sure. You know, while while we're together, we may put put a little a bit of a, a haunt on. There's so many things that we know about. Maybe we could sneak into some place and do a quick. A show. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> a show. A show. Meanwhile, we got to do the introduction bullshit. So All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous queen of the paranormal, Kadrosha Ona Carol. Hello and welcome Woo. to the show. Hey. And we have we have a chat room filled today. I thought I'd look really like a librarian, sexy type. <laughs> Uh, but the boobs, of course, you know. Yeah, no, well, we love the boobs. Men don't make passes at girls that wear. Glasses. Sure, they do. Take those glasses off. <laughs> you want me to take? I can take them off if you want me to. 
Yes, take him on. Take he, he, wants you, he wants you to take him on. And lower the blouse. There we go. Oh, there we go. Look, look, look how gorgeous look at your eyes. <laughs> Is she not a piece of ass, folks? Dave Hughes must be... Dave, oh, no, Dave Hughes is, is like, forget about it. He just broke his dick. Oh, actually, Teresa said that she thought you look good in the glasses, but we have a chat room uh, full of That's because she's jealous. We know. As, say, uh, there's a whole ton of people in the chat room, so no, say hi to everybody in the up. chat room. Everybody in the chat room, I don't know how to comment back, so uh, I apologize for that. Uh, no, don't comment back because you got to pay attention. <laughs> and, you, know, and, uh, you, get, you, get better look, you got better looking since I met you. What'd you do? What? <laughs> you do both Botox oh, on that shit? Oh no, no! Look at my frown lines. No, I. I you know what? I have a, a fear of needles. Uh, some people know that, others don't. I, I'm really afraid. And um, I did lose some weight. I think that helped. Maybe that. How about your hair? Is it lighter yeah. and longer? Um, no, my hair uh, actually started falling out, but now it's now it's looking good. Because <laughs> you look real. You really look great. You know, everybody, she's, 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 she's 86 years old and she's yes. good. For I'm good for 86, huh, honey? No, I, look you want, you want this? I don't care. I don't care if you're gay. Hey, that's the way it goes. Me, so. me, meanwhile, I want to tell you, and this is no smoke up your ass or bullshit, but you know, you're one of my favorite people. You're one of my favorite, too. No, but I, I mean that from the bottom I of my heart. You. I, I so enjoyed you the moment I met you in the in the hamburger joint. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, it's fun. <laughs> now, uh, I have to ask you a question. Are you and Eileen Shapiro having a tit contest? Well, uh, she already won. There's no competition when it comes to Eileen. Absolutely not. I mean, she's so, she's so huge. I mean, she's yeah, so but in the comic... At the ghost hunt, remember? Well, wait, in the comic book we're in, the artist made yours bigger than hers. I Really? Didn't you see that? You got these bold. I didn't notice. I guess I wasn't looking close enough. Oh, go, go, go look at <laughs> your go look at your cartoon in the book. I'm, I'm gonna have to. Um, I got it in in here. I'll take a look at that. And, yeah. he, and he made me look 22. So send him my love and give him a kiss for me. Well, you guys are talking about the celebrity ghost hunters comic book that we're all in fun. It's so much fun. She's holding it up now. There it is. And if you want to get a copy, you can go to queen of the paranormal.com. She's got them uh, for sale up on the, her website. And it's a true story. And it's a we true went, story. We went to the Kings Kings point in St. Kings Asylum. park, Kings, Kings park in Kings park, uh, long Island. Right. And St. Yeah. There, there's my boobs there. Yeah. Now look at Eileen's yours are bigger than Eileen's. Well, she got stuck on the fence. Wait, all right, let's find this. She got stuck on the fence. Anyway, anyway. Her boobs got stuck right on the fence. There they are. Yes, it's a true story. We all went to Kings Park. We had to climb in a window on the, the second fence. tree to get, to get to the window to get in. And we had permission, but the woman never showed up to open the door. So we had to climb in and uh, we did this paranormal investigation. It was live. Eileen did get stuck on the fence. It's on one side. And she was on we the found Ron Von Blue on the wall. All this stuff was real, and we just had such a fun 
front door. Eileen is caught on the six foot high chain link fence yeah. by, her, by her boobs. And she's, you were hanging there humping it. No, wait a minute. I, I, could, I, I was doubled over on my knees on the floor screaming. I thought I was going to pee myself. All she kept saying was, you fuck, you fuck, help me. Ron, help me. You son of a bitch. Stop laughing. You fuck, help me. So I couldn't help her to push her tits over the other side of the fence. But anyway... KC, yeah. the, the artist didn't write that in, but that was a fun, fun. Uh, well, we only have we only we were just doing a trial balloon with this, so we we had to kind of stick to what was up there live, and then uh, modify it a bit so it would fit in the the different panels and and make the twelve pages. If we were fun. Then we now, could have added a heck of a lot more. Now know? we we were walking through this place. The room that freaked us all out was the uh, lobotomy room. Oh, that we, was heard, yeah. we heard voices crying, and then Casey, Casey had cuts on her chest. That was a different room. Now, another room. She had cuts was, on her chest. Yeah, the thing with the cuts on the chest is they didn't stay red; they turned jet black, and it smelled like uh, it just smelled. It was it was just bizarre. The whole place had such energy, and then we were down where they had the the people were like um, shackled. Shame. a shackle to the ceiling this is before thorazine and this is even before they did the um you know suck, suck your brains out through you know lobotomy and uh this was all before that and people would suffer on a full moon and they would have to uh you know contain them down in this area and uh just you know hook like you know lock, lock them up with chains chain them to the bed chain them places it was scary Okay, tell our audience about when we got in the car to leave and we're driving through. No, we were leaving. It was acres and acres of nothing but darkness and ruined buildings. And what did we see alongside our car? Didn't we see a guy? No, we saw a ghost. A ghost in the window. Yeah, Remember? it was like a ghost. Yeah, right in the window. Yeah. No, I'm talking about happening. when we were in the car driving. That white thing that was running alongside of the car with. Yeah. That's right. That was like a guy, a ghost, like running next to us. Hey, that, uh, well, while we were in the and we all oh, saw it, yeah. and there were like five or six of us that saw it at the same time, and we did yeah. see we did see an image in an abandoned building in a window, and it was a white grayish figure. So Casey, yeah. Casey does call in the spirits. So hang on, we got to stop for a second. So first of all, I need you to say hi. First of all, we want to welcome uh, I think Mick Manhattan has joined us from the scene snobs. So we want to like uh, Excellent. Uh, say hi, hey to Mick who joined us. And then also did uh, Goddess just Goddess just joined us. Cool. And, um, and we want you to say hi to Angela Joseph and also her two sons yes. are in the chat room. And Ryan I and I have to say a couple words about Angela Joseph. She is uh, producing a movie with me called Scary Paranormal Movie. And it's a movie about events that I have done, I have held, or, or, or been like on a ghost hunting thing. And so with a twist. Um, for in, uh, I'm not, no, I'll blow it. <laughs> I just going to say, so she's doing that and helping me with publicity. And uh, she's also acting in it. And that's, you know, what I wanted to say. She's a great person and very, very helpful when it comes to getting the word out. Also say hi to Jerry G. Angelo because he joined us earlier. I think I said hi, but not with everybody. And Angelo works on a bunch of movies. He's great. He's been on our show. Yeah. He's, he's like a superstar. Um, and uh, and then and then uh, Robert and Ryan are uh, Angela's twin sons. 
who are the, in we, the chat room. Should we ask Michael? She Pare- had twin sons too. She's got twin daughters. She's got two sets of Honey, twins and then got, another one. She's got about thirty-seven children. <laughs> she does. And so- All she does is she walks and drops eggs. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, she she can drop out 12, 13 kids in a week. She has a she no. has three sons and two daughters, I think, and the two two, two sets of twins and then a single. All son. I know is when I got there, I just oh. for hours kept meeting children. <laughs> yeah, well, that's grandchildren. When I got too. to Angie's wow. house. I love Angie, baby. Brandon is the single son. Right now, listen. I know yeah. you know Michael Paré. I met Michael Paré years ago up at Lee Winkler and Perry Winkler's house. Oh yes, yes. Sweetest guy in the world, gorgeous when he was young. Do you think we should have him on the show, Jimmy Michael Pyre? Oh, I, I don't know if we can get in touch on. So you said you have a contact number. Call him and tell him that I was Lee Winkler's dearest friend in the world and Perry's. Hey, and, and that hey Michael. Met. Call call Ron Russell. Right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, you did it so fair. <laughs> no, he's joking. I'm gonna, I know, I'm gonna, I'm Actually, gonna... the scene snob said they had him on a couple of weeks ago. He's a wonderful guy. Oh, so, cool. hey, Mick, Mick, maybe you can ask him if it's okay to give me his contact information. I think he follows me on Twitter, but uh, I'd love to have him on. He's a... I'd like to reminisce about Lee Winkler and Perry's parties on Sunday up at their house in Charles Place in Beverly Hills. And Michael, I, Michael wasn't married yet. I don't think he was still single. And he was t- slight man, but a, a very handsome fella. Very yeah, he's still very, very handsome. Yeah. Always has a line by his table and, and always uh, very social, never sitting there on his phone, typing away, just always engaging everyone at the different Comic-Cons that we've done together. And- I think he might be in some of Harley's films. I heard that he yeah. lives up at Westlake. I'm not sure. Michael lives up Thousand Oaks or Westlake. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you guys listen to, you can go to queen of the paranormal.com. Uh, has three comic books. One's called the haunting tales of, of, of bachelor's Grove. One, one of them is Kadrosha Ona Carol, queen of the paranormal. And one of them is celebrity ghost hunters. Yes. And that's a lot of fun. I got, I got a little bit of new news that, you know, I can talk about. I'm in a movie called the realm of the waterfall. I play Queen um, Malane, and uh, it is a story about women warriors that rule these different um, areas. And I am from the house of uh, Tiberius. I'm a main character, so I got a major role in that. And that we're going to start filming that in July of this year in the Canary Islands and in Belgium. That's one of the other locations. That's and a good it's, shoot. Yeah. Well, oh, you, you, now, what kind of costume? What, what kind of costume are you wearing? Like two cups? I don't know. Well, if you're going to be like a Viking well, killer woman, from what I've what I've seen, you know, some of the other girls wearing. So, uh, yeah, I think that we're going to be showing some flesh and well, for days to be able to have women that are going to rule and and change society. That's the major key feature Good. of it. Good. Yes, now, I'm excited. And producer is uh, Kevin Kornbaum-Kalum, and he's from uh, Ubiquity Films. So. Well, now Dave will buy the film before anybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just a film. It's an actual TV series. Oh, be- oh, oh, okay, TV good. There you go. Yeah, so we're filming a pilot for that um, in July. I also I noticed good. on your IMDb you have a film called Attack of the Killer Chickens. Is that something yes. that's coming out? 
Well, I hope so. Uh, that's Genevieve Rossi. She's uh, the producer of that. And yeah, I, I know her somehow. Maybe I know yeah. her through you. Probably. And we filmed it. Um, well, I did my parts on location at Chiller Theater. And I guess it just, you know, like with the pandemic, we all have to kind of push things aside and wait and we know we know everybody in it because Lloyd Kaufman is in it. When he was our one of our very first uh, horror movie guests back in the year when we first started, David Naughton, you guys, that's the Dr. Pepper guy, American Werewolf in London. Um, uh-huh. Brennan Fletcher, I don't know who he is, but I recognize his face. But also like uh, Edward X. Young and that little guy, John Link, are in it. And we, uh, Ron loves Edward X. Young. He's been on our show a couple times. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I did some, I did some pretty good parts, and uh, I thought they were all fun. So uh, we maybe I'll put a bug in her ear. When's it going to be finished? <laughs> Oh yes. Oh, Ed, Ed Young. Hey, I want to see it. Ed Young is a really good actor and a really good friend of mine. Um, yeah. I wish he would come out to California and work. I'd like to work with you one day. It'd be fun. I want to work with you too. Other well, than you know, the, the ghost. Uh, no, no, no. I could play your father. <laughs> we both have white hair. Yeah, you could do that because we both we both kind of look alike. We have similar features. So yeah, you. Can- we're gorgeous. Your, we're, we're gorgeous. Your, your daughter, Leslie, she's so sweet. She wrote happy birthday to Otis, my dog, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's we're, we're very, very nice girl. We're animal lovers. You know, we love our dog. Yeah. This one's right, my pooch is right here, my seven pounder. Come on, Astro, up. Come on. I've got, um, yeah, I've got my little, um, well, I call him a meatball. He's the uh, Boston Terrier right on the floor. Need it. Grab him too. Come There's here. Astro. There's Astro. Hold on. Everybody see Astro? Oh, look at there we go. Astro, what's your dog's name? Roscoe. Roscoe and Astro. Hello. Yeah. So I, I also saw, and I bring in these specific films up because we know the people that are in them. But then I yeah. see Family Property Two, More Blood, and and uh, it's got Mel Novak, who we see at every premiere we go to. I'm Lloyd- waiting for that to be finished. I mean, I have been in contact with the producer there, and. Um, with Derek Young and just trying to figure out like, you know, when are you going to wrap this thing up? It's been a while. And uh, there's a great cast of people, like you said, Mel Novak and uh, Jeremy. Lloyd, in it. Lloyd, and, Kauf- Lloyd Kaufman is in it. And so yeah. is Adam Ginsberg, which we love Adam. Right. Ginsburg. And WWF um, Mike Halak, he played Mantar for the WWF uh, wrestling. And uh, so the big crew, big crew, of wonderful people. Yeah, so that one should come out too. So, were you in Family Property One or no? Was there a first one? No, I was just I was just in two, and it's funny how that came about. I was I was going to a Comic Con for two days down there in Hagerstown, uh, Virginia, I believe, or Maryland, or I think it's Maryland, tri-state area. And Joan Ardelli, who was filming Toxic Tutu, needed a ride. He's since passed away, and so. Uh, I drove him there and I said, I'll drive you. Uh, you don't need to give me gas money. Uh, just put me in a movie. That's <laughs> well as I was going. <laughs> he put me in the movie and um, a, a girl did, uh, wasn't able to film a family property, Two More Blood. And so I took her role. Oh, and there you go. 
and I was right there and I did it and we filmed and it was it was an amazing scene. It was a rape scene and Mike Hallack played opposite me and um, he was it's funny because we really were like fighting and I got a big purple ear from it and everything all the way home. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> but uh, that was a wonderful movie. And, and I'm going to write to him and see like what, when the heck is it going to come out? Now, now what's, what's going on with the Jane Russell uh, story I did that you put Those in, are in um, that is in international airports. It started in the Denver uh, International Airport. It's still there, along with Hollywood Entertainment News. All those clips I did for that, you can see them in the airports. And with Hollywood Entertainment News, we also have a Hollywood Entertainment News Canada edition now. And those shows are specific for um, Shell gas stations and Esso gas stations all throughout Canada. And uh, now we're also producing Hollywood Entertainment News for uh, Asia countries, countries of Asia. There are 48 countries uh, that do Asia there. And so that gives us a, a big pull, whether it's from China, Japan, it could be, uh, you know, South Korea, um, India, Russia, and you, the list of uh, Dubai, uh, you know, all Indonesia, all these places are considered Asian countries. So we got a vast pool to pick from. And the wonderful thing is that they're closed captioned and I'm able to do it in their language. So if I do it in, uh, let's say China, then I could do standard China or traditional China, and I can put the closed caption so they can hear me in English and see it and uh, you know, and see English and then see right underneath it, uh, let's say Chinese. So I love uh, it. That's fabulous. Yeah, so, so we're working real hard, and uh, that's that's all up and running, and I do a lot of producing for that as well. Yeah. Good. I would get a kick out of going oh, the to the airport. airport. That's great. Well, I, I would get a kick out of seeing myself at an airport on a television. That would be. I did too. People write me all the time, you know, saying, "Hey, I saw you up there." And I also have this thing in the airports called supernatural news bullets, and they're like anywhere from forty seconds to a minute, maybe a little over, talking about different supernatural or paranormal things. They're real quick. So let's say you're charging your phone or you're doing something by the kiosk where, where the digital signage screens are. Well, then you'll be able to watch that and hear it and, you know, see it in the closed caption as well. So, great, great idea. I hope you're making money. Oh, my God. Of course, what, 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 can't do everything for nothing, you know? <laughs> Actually, Angela Justice says scary paranormal. Angela says scary paranormal movie. Keep a lookout that you're outstanding. And everybody else says airport superstar and Hub Reynolds is there. And I, I don't know if we actually said hi to him earlier. So we want to give a shout out. What's up, Hub? Hi. You know, Hub, Hub, I still wear your cowboy hat and the compliments. Oh, and that I guy's handsome, by the no, way. I and I, yes. I tell people, <laughs> no, pe people say to me, where'd you get the hat? And I said, and I said, go on, on his website. Etsy. I, I gave yeah. his Etsy. information out. So if anybody wants a beautiful cowboy hat, go to Hub. There you go. You got to like love it. All I, don't right. have any, I don't have the info for him right now. Uh, I, I love all of it. So, so have you met Lloyd uh, Kaufman? Uh, I met very, very briefly, and I'm trying to remember where. Um, I, I don't. Rem oh, 
I think he showed up at New Jersey Comic Con. I did that Comic Con, and I was, and I also filmed Running Away from the Unknown there, and I believe he's in that as well, as long along with Skippy, who played the mop boy on Toxic Avenger, and uh, this is this was all about Skippy's life in real life, um, become, being an alcoholic and his parents dying and things like that. So, I think I think Lloyd Kaufman is hilarious. He's he's super super funny. And, and not very many people make a living, you know, making really shitty movies. You know, he makes a living, you know. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I'll follow in his footsteps. There you go. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jimmy and I ever work again. It's a miracle. I mean, all we do is talk about how bad these films no, are. No, no, he actually wrote a book on how to make a movie for $50 or something. I mean, he, like, really, like, I mean, he's the king. Nobody does it better than he does. And and his movies are cult, like Toxic Tutu. You know, that's like, yeah. a, that's like a cult movie. Everybody's seen it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm happy to say that I'm going to be in Clowny, and I understand that's going to be quite an interesting movie. Clowny yeah. is it's taking it away from the, 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 the clown crap that they've been doing all this, these le- le- couple of years. I can't mm-hmm. disclose the, the storyline, but yeah. it's a very interesting um, concept. So I'm Absolutely. glad that they're starting to get, you know, I think I influence them a little bit because I tell them, you know, they shouldn't read lines and they should learn to write. I'm going to sneeze. Oh. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. What are you. What are you doing you. when you sneeze on Bless the air? You. Thank you, dear. So I think I'm influencing a lot of these producers by saying, listen, we need to get real films here. We need character development. We need better storylines, better understanding. Just chopping people up in blood is not the answer. Give no. them something. Give them something other than that. And I think, you know, that's what my movie's going to be. So, well, so hold on. So, KO, so you've been working a lot. You know, your IMDb's got great credits on it. Let's yes. say, uh, I've never asked you this because we don't ever consider you really the actress. You're really like the, the, the queen oh, of the I think paranormal. She's more of an actress now than paranormal. But I think that you, you know, you've got tons of credits now. So, we'll ask you the question we always ask the full time actor people uh, bucket list. Who's like a male and female actor you would love to work with? Number one. And then number two, if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you like to have been in? Interesting. Um, I've done a lot of extra work. Um, you know, stuff like that, uncredited, not credit and credited. Um, uncredited does not mean uh, not paid. And people make that uh, misconception. Who do I want to work with? Oh, oh, I would like to work with uh, Sophia Loren. I really would. Me I, too. I, I work with her. Beautiful. And she's very smart. And she just has such a good spirit about her that uh, I feel we would make a good team uh, working together on, on set. We'd get along and... Um, yeah, I just, I really admire her. So I would like to work with her. And what back, back, in, back in nineteen, back in nineteen, why are we having echo? Nineteen sixty nine. I was in a movie with Sophia and Tab Hunter. And being a kid in love with Sophia at nineteen, I of course broke the, the rank, which you're not supposed to do. And I went and sat in George Sanders' chair on the side of the set and began speaking with her. 
an Italian. And she started to laugh. She said, your Italian is as bad as my English. And then we, be we became friendly on the set. I was in Central Park with her in Grand Central Station in all those shots. And I kept talking to her whenever it was lunchtime. And let me tell you something. She's probably one of the most down-to-earth, charming women. And yes, you can work with her easily. But when it comes time to work... She doesn't like to be disturbed. If she has a scene where she's going to cry or something, she really goes off in a corner by herself, uh, uh, becomes that what she's got to do. And she doesn't care for people breaking it. So you learn that when you work with her. But we want to we, we welcome Big Mike joined us too. Big Mike on the mic. So what's up, Mike? Hey. And uh, uh, so wait, go back. So, okay, so what? Uh, that's a female. We need a male. And then what movie would you have liked to have been in? Oh, I would, and I know this is silly, um, I would have loved to have been in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's cute. I just would, because I'm so in love with Judy Garland, and especially her really old movies. And I just, yeah, The Wizard of Oz. I want to be, I wanted to be the good, the good witch. <laughs> oh, Belinda, Belinda, Glinda, Glinda. Yeah. Glinda, yeah. Glinda. Glinda. Good Witch Galinda. That was played by what's her name? Uh, I, I, we see her in movies all the time because we watch Turner Classic she movies. She was married to Zigfield of the Zigfield Follies. I forgot her name. Anyway, yeah, she was fun. That would have been you would have been good as the Good Witch. Okay, so who's a guy then that you want to? What 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 guy do you want to work with? Oh, guy now. Oh, um, that's interesting. Um. Can it be like a sitcom kind of thing? Anybody. It could be any, any. Well, there should be a movie, though. Okay, you can too, pick a, a TV. Okay. Pick a TV show, too. Mo from the Three Stooges. Um, no, 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 not, not Mo. Jerome, his, his uh, brother, Curly. So Jerome Lester Horowitz. I would love to, uh, you know, be in, in the Three Stooges with them. <laughs> I would like to do and as far as the movie goes I would have loved to have been in um Eddie and the Cruisers I I would oh. yeah that's Michael Perret's movie right yes uh, Mike, it is Michael's yes. movie I'm, I think I've watched it a hundred times and I'm still such a groupie over him like I'm just Perot, not Perez no I didn't Jimmy said Perez no I didn't I said Perret Michael Perret is his name Perot. it's not it Perot his name is Spike. Michael Perry. It's no. P A R E. Well, if you speak French, it's Pedro. It's Pere, is how you pronounce it. I like. We'll Googled argue it. without. Okay. When we, when we see him, we'll, when we see him, we'll ask. They're saying yes to Curly. They're saying yes to Curly. They like that. Teresa Sabin. Yeah. Teresa yeah, Sabin's like typing like a mad woman. Say hi to Teresa. She's like typing like hey, a mad Teresa, woman. How are you? You know, um. Curly, let's call him by that. Um, he was an animal lover, and he had his pets on the Three Stooges. And whatever town they would go to, he would gather up all the strays and feed them and find them good homes and things like that. So uh, he was an animal lover way back then. And his brother, Shemp there, Samuel Horowitz, was afraid of everything and afraid of dogs he used to carry a big stick and he'd try to whack them away but he had a dog that he honestly loved and uh it was a collie he had and um he loved that dog and that was the only thing that he liked as far as animals a lot of people don't know that hollywoodentertainmentnews.com click on the show and you'll learn a lot of fun facts about hollywood greats and 
up and coming stars and everything. I don't trust people that don't like animals. I find people that, that have nothing to do with animals to be mm-hmm. very damaged sometime in their life. Because, yeah. oh yeah, notice that they have fears or problems. Uh, people that uh, hug dogs and love elephants and stuff, uh, they're very giving people. They open up more. I find in my 90,000 years of life that I, I, people that don't like animals, I back away from. I just say, how could, <laughs> they how agree could, with you in the chat room. How could you not love this little seven pound baby I have on my lap? Oh, um, you know, I mean, when Eileen Dogs Shapiro, <laughs> when Eileen Shapiro was our house guest, she fell in love with Astro. And now she's got Pee Wee, her little dog. And I yeah. was on I was on her son's it's show. It's not Pee Wee, though. They call him Pee Wee. No, her name's like Fiona. Oh, Fiona. And when I was on her son's show, that 13 year old genius was a riot. Yeah. Yeah. The dog made a poop right on the bed. So there's Eileen, Eileen picking up shit on the show. It's, a, it's so funny. Everybody should watch that Gabe show. It's Good Times with Gabe good on YouTube. Gabe. I mean, yeah. I, I wore a Howdy Doody shirt. He thought I was a retard. He's he's 12 and he's 12. He's a 12 year old going body on, going, going on, on like 50. Yeah. And, and, and I'm singing to him. It's Howdy Doody oh, time. And he just sat there with a shocked look on his face that I was singing. It's Howdy Doody. Time. Angela says she's got five dogs, two bunnies, one hamster, two guinea pigs, and three raccoons that visit in her backyard. <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot. You've been you're busy all day, girl. Well, at that and dropping eggs too. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. We've got three dogs, and it's three, a lot of work. Three dogs, a lot of work. I do too. Three dogs, lots of work. What you have three? What are the other two? I have a Neapolitan Mastiff uh, Lab Mix. I've got a purebred Australian Shepherd. And then I have uh, the Boston Terrier. He's those pure- are big dogs, those other and two. They, those other two are well, 80 pounds and 70 pounds. And then this little one, he weighs like 28 pounds, I think. He's like a little meatball. I mean, he's just lit like that. So, um, And they're all cute animals. We rescued them. Yeah, yeah ours are all rescued. We rescued too. our big guy. Uh, and he's 134 pound Brazilian oh. Brazilian fila mastiff. Ooh, that's a oh, he's a big dog. guy. A bit, well, he's got a head on him like he's huge, and uh, hates he, he wants to eat people. <laughs> he only <laughs> likes us. He only's wonderful with the family. But if a stri- if you ever came to our house, we have to put him in the garage or something. He will attack you. Big Mike says he has a blue healer. I don't know what that is. He says he loves Aussies. Aussies are great. I have a blue healer. I don't know what a blue healer I've never is. I've heard of a blue healer. I've heard of blue balls. Never a blue. Healer. Oh, and Cambria says she has two dachshunds, one mini, and one standard. That's what Eileen wow. got. Eileen got a dachshund. It's a little dachshund, yeah. All of our dogs are rescues, and you know you won't get love too easily in life. But if you rescue an animal, you'll get tons of love easily. Backpack John, Backpack John, who'd never heard of a glory hole until like he started listening to our show. He says he's got a he's got a cattle dog. We I think Teresa Saban has a hound dog. If you guys want to know what a glory hole is, go to queenoftheparanormal.com and buy the comic book. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know what a glory hole was. I didn't even know what the heck he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the glory hole. I'm yeah. thinking like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what 
but but the guy I was saying it to was gay, so he knew. Yeah, he knew what what's it was. His name? What, what's That's his true. name? Ricky Rebel. Uh, Ricky Rebel. Ricky Rebel's gay, and he knew. And he started to laugh, and I said, oh, look, they even have a glory hole, uh, a hole in the wall. <laughs> That's what in, in men, men's room, and I understand in ladies' rooms also, they put holes in the wall between the booths, and mm-hmm. they, pa- they pass objects through of themselves and that's how they have sex it's a little demented because my thought is if you stick your penis through a glory hole and the guy on the other side has a cleaver and he chops it off you know uh-huh. you're a, now, now you're a woman so i mean i think you're crazy backpack john's laughing hub reynolds wrote laughing my country ass off <laughs> yeah, so really so i think if you're crazy if you're a crazy enough guy to put your penis through a hole in the wall for a for a BJ, be careful they don't light it on fire or put, you know do weird shit to it. That's right. Re- 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 or bite it like, like so right. you you know you get some kind of like Lorena Bobbitt. Somebody re- bites. Respect your penis. It will respect. You <laughs> it will respect you back. Meanwhile, Cardoshula here, whatever her name, I hate your name. I'm going to get your mother one day and smack her. Why did she name you such a weird name? It's not weird. You just have trouble. I wrote about it on Facebook. I had to go all over looking for how to spell it. (laughs) She knows I have a hard time with it. But anyway, I have to give you. In a a Polish household. Yeah, but, you know, leave it to the Poles. And. They, they, you know, I have a, a, we also have a Russian in us as well and Lithuanian. So, and Abenaki from Newport, Vermont. So I'm a big mix of things, but because of my, uh, my mother's mother mainly raised us and stuff. So it was more Polish. And that was what they call me, like Koroka uh, was short for Karosha and translated it's Carolyn or Carolyn Ann or Carol. But nobody they say just call her KO. They say just call her KO. They say KO, KC. No, I, I, call, I, I, I call her KC. But today, on, when Facebook, I wrote about you, I had to say your name. Meanwhile, hang I on, hang on, hang on. I got I want to say something. I think if I had if I had an, an award to give away of the most beautiful breasts, I would put, probably give them uh, give them to you. You have the most beautiful breasts of anyone on Facebook. Of anyone on, of any, and they're real. They're real. That's what makes them yes, so beautiful. Yes, they are. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm afraid of needles. I, I can't have like things stuck in my. I, I can't do it. I'm afraid. Um, maybe someday. So hang on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back to the the glory hole thing. Big Mike says that <laughs> that they they taught him they taught him to watch out for the glory holes in truck driving school. And Hub Reynolds says, no glory hole for him. A watermelon is a lot safer. So you like never know. Watermelon. Wow. Oh, the, the, yeah, the country boys do that. They screw watermelons. They really do. Well, you remember American Pie? He screwed the apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets caught by the dad. And the dad is the guy from uh, Schitt's Creek. Eugene Levy, who's right. hilarious, Eugene one of the funniest Levy. guys on the planet. Right. I love that. It's a sick world. <laughs> so you guys can follow Kadrosha too. She's at Queen of the Para on uh, Twitter, and then she's um, Queen of the Paranormal Who are you on Instagram? And you, because you have uh, a couple Queen, of Instagrams. Well, Queen of the Paranormal on Instagram. I want to do TikTok, but there's some jerk ass girl that took my name, and I've been sending TikTok. Oh come on, nobody's got you. My everything, and they still haven't gotten rid of her yet. 
Her name is Kadroshula? Kadro- no, no, they, no they, Queen they, of the Aporia. They use Queen of the Paranormal. Oh, they, oh. You can't use that. I own the trademark and I've been saying. Oh, you should, you should otherwise you Otherwise, you could be the queen of the paranormal, and uh, and you guys no, want to go and check to, out. She, if she has the copyright, she's got a cease and desist. Yeah, you got to get rid of that she's bitch. I've tried everything. I've sent her a cease and desist. I sent Sue, Sue. They don't give. They don't give two crap. No one cares. You know. So, Lady Lake. Lady Lake just put a bunch of watermelon pictured little things up in ew. the chat room. <laughs> 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 uh, says. Hub says, "I'm sorry, this show has ruined me. That's okay. Just go to the grocery store and get a watermelon. Oh, You'll be minute. fine." Wait a minute. Go back to who went? To oh, tra- Mike Wagner's in the chat room wait. too. Hey, Mike. Go. Back. <laughs> hey, Mike. Go back to who said they went to truck driving school. That's Big Mike on the mic. And they warned them about a glory hole. Yeah, you had to be careful of the glory holes because all truck drivers, you know, they're driving all night long. They go into the they go into the bathrooms and you know get blown all the time are you kidding no how do you know so much about that? i just know <laughs> uh, mike wagner from the mike wagner show has joined us you guys we only have two minutes left but everybody said they had a good time so we're happy that everybody joined us um, today um can tag and get it handled ko oh everybody's saying hi to mike wagner now too so you guys yeah. f- follow kadrosha on all her social media she's got all kinds of cool things if you go to queen of you can see all kinds of cool right. things our thank chat room you. we have the coolest chat room on the planet so i i want to thank everybody who joins us every week in the chat room and uh if i ever forget you and, and don't mention you please like uh you know say something because we want to include everybody who's supporting the show everybody said they had a great time today I can't, I, can't, I can't wait to see you in May. To give I can't you a, wait to see you in May, big too. Hug, a big hug and a kiss because oh, you're, a sweet, you're a sweetie pie. And yeah, folks out there, she's one of the nicest people you ever want to know. Absolutely. She's and gen- real, genuinely nice, not like she, fake she's nice. She's like an upcountry girl. You know, she's not a big city person. <laughs> She's from, what the fuck, you're from Maine or something? Vermont, someplace? No. Like Connecticut. I'm from oh. Alaska. What are you talking about? But where do you live? Oh, I live in New Hampshire. Okay. Mid, uh, mid-state, yeah. So, so I'm Massachusetts, that's, that's, Rhode Island, uh, four hours, four and a half hours or so from New York, but Long Island, about six hours. So. Oh, well, we're going to have to work on that. Uh, so, I'm getting uh, the time coming out. We got like a yeah. half a half a minute left. I want to thank again, thank Angela Joseph and Cindy Lady Lake from Lady Lake Music for putting out all the pro- for putting out all the promos. I know that helps bring a lot of people into the chat room. So thank you guys so much. And we want to thank uh, our guest today, Kadrosha Ona Karol, Queen of the Paranormal, and Stacy Toy. We want to thank Rebel for hosting the show for us. We want to thank everybody in the chat room, and we'll um, see you guys, everybody next week. So thanks, everybody. Show. Thank you for a good show, guys. Thanks, Katrosha. Love you. We'll see you Love soon. You. Bye. Love both of you. Kisses. Bye. Kisses. Bye, everybody. Bye. In the chat room. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix.
it's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will send to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Russell.